Welcome to the Casual Fridays REI podcast, where you'll learn about the wildly profitable niche of land investing. Active land investors Adam Southey and Justin Sleva are here to share their experiences with you so that you can learn how to build massive cash flow and huge profits from this highly lucrative niche. So without further ado, here are your hosts, Adam Southey and Justin Sleva. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Adam Southey here with my co-host, Justin Sleva, and this is the Casual Fridays REI podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about deeds, why they're important, why we need them. And uh, before we do that, though, let's talk about the Casual Fridays land flipping blueprint. Guys, if you're thinking about getting into this industry, this is it. This is the course that you want to buy. Justin and I spent months doing consulting calls and helping people out before we ever put this course together. So, What's that mean for you? Well, for one, because we've done so much consulting, we know where people get hung up and we've addressed those issues in this course. But also, you've got two experienced land investors who came together, took the best parts of each of their business, and laid them out for you in an easy-to-follow video format. So if this excites you and you're thinking about getting this industry, all you got to do is go to our website at www.casualfridaysrei.com, click on the training tab, and get started. Hey. What's up? Nothing. We had a great show Wednesday with Beth. Yeah. It's good to have some new blood over there across from me on the seat. <laughs> I feel uh, lost my spot. Yep. She looked cuter, too. She don't have a black hoodie. <laughs> we'll get used to it. that time of year. <laughs> but I want to think back to Monday's show when you were like, yeah, come Wednesday, I'm sure Beth's going to have some really good things to say. I do remember mm-hmm. listening to the show one or two times where she was like, I don't know about being your brother-in-law. <laughs> she does. She, she treats me kind of oddly. I think it's, <laughs> I think it's a love-hate relationship. Well... I don't know. I'm not going to comment on that. <laughs> uh, no, but one of the things that she didn't mention, we talked after the show about, and it was really cool to me because she's been doing this 10 months. She didn't say what her biggest profit property was. And typically, you know, people tend to boast about that. Mm-hmm. I think they just closed on one where they netted $46,000 profit. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, off one deal. Yeah. So they they had some challenges with it, and I think they worked through them because I, I remember talking to them when they, they came up with some leases to keep uh, taxes and certain classifications which are things you, as you move into higher dollar properties, you, you start to run into a little bit more, but you know, they worked through it, they stayed with it and it just knocked it out of the park. So, I mean, that's a, that's a huge one itself, but it tells me the type of character that she has and her business partners that they weren't boasting about it. They just, it is what it is. It's part of the business. Let's keep churning. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I, I don't really care for all the boasting. And so like when I know someone's like silently killing it, Uh that's much more impressive to me. Yeah. Yeah. I do have a, I just thought of this. I have an update. This is kind of switching subjects. Remember last week and I was like, yeah, one of my longest, best terms guy just went MIA. He's in the hospital. He didn't die, did he? He did not die. I'm not joking. Five minutes after you left, he texted me and wired me the money. Wow. So I guess he was listening. Like, all we needed to do was, like, bring it up. So it, I'm going to start talking the- about every person who's late. <laughs> I'm going to start talking about it on the show, and hopefully that brings them back in. Oh, don't do that. <laughs> that, 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 uh, that poor guy, something was going on with him, and he had that. But he still made his payment, and that shows the kind of character he has. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, so good. I was I was like, you know, the previous month, hey, I'm in the hospital. I can't make uh-huh. the payment. And then the first time ever he was late, I was like, ah. oh, but he came through five, literally five minutes after you left. I was like, Ooh, yeah, OK, good. Awesome. Yeah. Anyway, so I, I, today's topic, why should you li- go pick up the deed or look at the deed that you're going to buy a property? Of? Yeah, this was a question in the group. Yeah, I saw that today, and I saw it, you know, last week, and I thought it would be something good to talk about. It's kind of granular. People say that sometimes we get a little high level, we get a little touchy feely, we get a little this and that. But let's talk about the reasons why you would go get a deed. So, what would be your number one reason, Mister Southie, that you would want to look at the deed that the person had conveying them the property? I want to make sure they actually own it. Ah, 
<laughs> Surprise. <laughs> Surprise. Yeah. We want to make sure they own it. But could you do that by tax rolls? Well, I, I, that's deal? not a... Oklahoma deal? <laughs> I, I want the most official thing that I can get. Yeah. And there's nothing better than a deed. Yeah. The deed looks good because you can see who owns it, who is actually... It was granted, who the grantees were, but you can see how they hold ownership. Is it is it tenants in common? Is it joint joint tenants with rights of survivorship? Yeah which can make a huge difference in a deal-breaking thing for you. A lot of people don't understand that. They don't think about it. They don't know about it. But if somebody has it as tenants in common, then they actually, when the other person dies, only own 50% of it. If they have it at joint tenants with rights of survivorship, the person dies, they get the property. The other person gets the property. Mm-hmm. So that keeps you from having to go to probate, get an attorney, get in quiet title action. You simply just fill out an affidavit and send it in. Yeah. You still have to show like a... Death certificate. Yeah, you get yeah. a death certificate, and that makes a huge difference in us acquiring property. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I've noticed over the last week with our podcast interview that we did with somebody else, and then uh, you know your stuff when it comes to deeds. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm. Uh, I would like to say that I, I've I've gotten pretty good at it, and it all goes back to looking at deeds. Mm-hmm. And the idea behind this is, oh yeah, I'm a real estate investor, or it drives me crazy. I go to a title company or an attorney. And they don't know shit about deeds. It drives me insane. I'm like, you're the professional. You should mm-hmm. know this. And it does It does nothing but increases your value, the amount of deals you can churn and kind of deals you can do. Because I have a deal right now in Washington State. Guy and husband and wife, he's the only one on the tax rolls. So, oh, he matches the tax rolls. Great. Pull the deed. Wife was on the deed. Well, him and wife got divorced 18 years ago and haven't talked to each other in 10 years. He has no clue where she's at. But she is actually still a grantee on it. So to get that, we have to do a quiet title action, state of Washington, two years. Or she signs an affidavit of release or a quiet a quit claim deed. So there's two, there's a couple different ways you can do it, but we gotta find her now. So it's a five acre property that I'm buying for like forty five hundred bucks. It's worth twenty thousand dollars. Do I I'm not gonna take two years on this deal, you know, get lost. The other two ways, hey, get a hold of your ex wife, you want the cash. All she does is do is sign this piece of paper. The title company will give it to her. Mm-hmm. So it's learning those little ins and outs on it, how the how it actually works. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I always I always go back to this like one deal that I always that I missed out on, and I feel like if someone would uh because you brought this up when you said title uh title company or lawyer or someone doesn't understand deeds and whatnot, I feel like I missed out. One of the ones that we went, actually drove out and looked at in Arkansas, uh-huh. where we talked to the neighbor, the chicken farmer next door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There yeah. was a forty-acre property, mm-hmm. a beautiful, really timbered, mm-hmm. and the the chicken farmer neighbor wanted the property. Yeah, it would have been real easy to flip right to him, mm-hmm. but uh, there was something wrong with the deed. I don't remember what it was. The at this point. husband, her husband's uh, wife was in sick. a was sick. She was yeah. like in a coma. Yeah, I feel, and I feel like there could have been like something. He needed a power of attorney. Right, and if not, like I feel like someone who was good with all that stuff should have known a better way to someone yeah. should have been able to close that deal yeah yeah and i missed it that was that was a that was, was a good deal anyway i'll go back to that one anyway uh, we could i'm just kind of digressing but did his wife pass because now so it's about three months three or four months ago i looked up the property again because uh-huh. i was like man it's been a while maybe his wife's hopefully she's better mm-hmm. if not or, well or you know alternative. Um, i found his name and i went back to arkansas like rolls to check it out it was he didn't own it anymore so someone bought it the neighbor bought it <laughs> probably I don't. I don't remember his name, but but yeah, someone bought it. Interesting. I'm sorry you lost that deal. Well, I mean, I thank you, but hopefully his wife got better. Hopefully that's how he was able to sell it. Yeah. So what? So what are some other things that we're going to see in a deed? So we're going to see who the grantee and the grantors were. Um, you're going to see how that's held. Mm-hmm. You're, sometimes you might find something a little odd in there. Mm-hmm. Um, we've seen something as odd as grazing rights. 
left on there for a neighbor. Hey, I'm selling you my property, but my cows can still run on it unless you fence it in. Mm-hmm. That's something oh, we've unless seen. Unless you fence it in. Unless you fence it in. Yeah, so they have an exemption in there so you can get out of the grazing rights in case you have your own farm, your own cows. You know, you have that there for them. Mm. Mineral rights. Mineral rights, something you can see sometimes. Are they being reserved or not? Beth, on Wednesday, talked about Brewster County. When Terralingua Ranch was actually subdivided, Terralingua Ranch gave the owners 50% of the minerals. So they're minerals on each one of those. So as you put them into your LLCs when you work that area, you're going to say, hey, I'm selling it surface only. Previous uh, grantor reserves mineral rights. And that puts a stop on it. It's your name. So now you own 50% of the mineral rights in the event that something happens down there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's something you've always done, right? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't. For some reason, I just because in the agreement that we mail out it says like or it used to at least to say I don't want your mineral rights, whatever the wording is. Yeah, right? if, if you don't, we're, it's not subject to upon mineral rights or something yeah. like that. I I took that out like after my first like my first mailer. Mm-hmm. I've only had one person ask to reserve their mineral rights, and when I deeded it, I deeded it with the mineral rights not reserved, and then I wrote them a letter and had it. We wouldn't take it. So mm-hmm. yeah, I think it, it's important to understand like the deed in each place you're at too, because mm-hmm. recently we've. Or we over the years we found each place has different wording yeah. they need to have too. We just saw that one on was Tennessee. Yeah, showed John Tennessee. Yeah. yeah, and it had you had to put the document that actually conveyed it to the person. You actually who wrote the uh, the deed, who prepared it versus you know requested by you know this person you know actually who prepared it. There's a couple other things that needed to be in there like the the plat where you could find the plat and then the recorded restrictions, which was neat or which was different. It was a, a lot of information went into the deed that we just did that one. Typically, that would have went through title. The people wanted to save some money. And I was like, yeah, I can just copy the deed, mm-hmm. the other one. So I was like, oh, looking up all the information. I was like, what did I do to myself? Mm-hmm. But Oregon has its own mm-hmm. thing. Oregon California is. has to have a stamp on the deed a certain way. And we have some of that stuff in our extra uh, documents for Land Flipping Blueprint, which is really interesting to me. So it says we see these things come up. We can pass those out. Mm-hmm. One of the other things, when you brought into some rural areas that have been like big ranches subdivided down or old forestry property or oil and gas property, you'll see the right to ingress, egress. So your your legal access is actually found on a deeds sometimes. So like in Oklahoma, for instance, you may see, hey, Joe Bob sold this land. His family has the right to ingress, egress across his property from now and for forever, but it'll be all grantees, successors, heirs, whatever. So anybody that's associated with Joe Bob can cross your property forever. And, and they may put in 15 foot at the property line. You see that in Nevada a lot, 15 foot or 30 foot easement. You'll see that down in Texas, you'll see on the property line. So you'll see that information in some of these deeds. So it's it's a great document that has a ton of information in it that's real easy to get. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you can always call the county too and talk to them about the stuff that needs to be on there too. I've found some counties are better than other. I've had the worst experience with the recorders because they just say, well, we don't know. We're just going to record whatever you send us. Yeah. Right? It's always the like, assessor that calls back and says, well, it needs to say this or do this or mm-hmm. put this. Another quick one, we talked about it in the, the course, but some of our listeners don't have the course, deeds.com. They will walk you through step-by-step little pieces of information that needs to be in there that you, hey, this county requires 8 by 11, 4-inch gap on the right-hand side. You need to have this ORS statement. It must say convey, grant, or whatever the other term, sells. Um, it must have this written in here at this point. You must put a return envelope in there because in some counties, it's the weirdest thing, and I don't get it. They will mail you the deed back versus just putting the person who you're granting it to information on the letter. They're spending the same stamp, just sending it to the wrong person. Mm-hmm. Do you simplify? Nope. No. I like simplify. It's pretty good about putting that stuff out there too. 
Uh, I, I just started using it. It's too fancy for me. <laughs> I at first I when I first dove into it, like it's it wasn't as simple as like upload and do this, right? It seemed a little complicated at first, but then mm-hmm. over my last few transactions I've used it and I'm like hooked now. Yeah. eBay I use Beth file <laughs> and on Landmule, most Landmule stuff is uh title, title file. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, but yeah, I think other that's a lot of good points on deeds. I mean I you know, there's so much that can be in it. I think mm-hmm. the, the biggest question, especially within the group, is like, why do I even need it? Yeah. <laughs> you know, verify. It's a, just a just a wealth of information there. And sometimes it just tells you, hey, so-and-so sold it to so-and-so for this much and this date. Okay, cool. Well, now you have an idea of when it was actually sold. Then my question is, okay, what type of deed is it? Is it the warranty deed? Is it a special warranty deed? Is it a grant bargain sale deed? Is it a quick claim deed? You know, that tells you what kind of warranty is going to be against that. You know, if you see chain of title, you get two deeds back and it's warranty deed, warranty deed. You can probably convey it as a warranty deed without without issue. Or understand that hey, there's something. You may see the title company that did the last title work on it and know that hey, they had a title policy because Stuart Title did this in 1992 or whatever that may be. So it's I mean it's just a wealth of information that can be easily gotten. Some counties charge a dollar fifty for an unofficial uh, record data data tree. You can find the documents in there that we you know we provide that to anybody that listens to the show can use land flipping blueprint pricing on that. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, so a lot of good information, and uh, we'll call it there. Well, I got one more okay. point on deeds since you're trying to cut me off. <laughs> no, since it's you, Friday. you already acted like you were done, so that's why no, I stepped I, in. I, Keep so, talking. Yeah, so preach. The, the, preach. The one thing about deeds that scares everybody that's new to the business and gets into it, they are scared that they're going to mess something up, and it's just going to explode their whole business, and they're going to have some big just issue. Deeds can all be corrected. All you do is you write a correction deed, and in the body of the document, you says, this is a correction deed for document blah, 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 recorded on this date. It is super simple to fix. So don't think that doing a deed is something that's going to ruin your life because you're not an attorney, you're mm-hmm. not a title company. Everything can be corrected. It's paperwork. It's not going to bite you. It's not going to hurt you. It's not going to kidnap your family. Just have a little bit of confidence. Use the original deed that you see. And follow that. May look at deeds.com just to check and see if there's nothing's changed because they will update that if something changes and, and move forward with it. Now I'm done. Okay. You sure? Yes. No more thoughts. I have lots of thoughts, Adam. <laughs> okay. Well, we don't need those. Uh, we'll end it then for the second time. I got it right this time. And uh, <laughs> I see his face. Anyway, do us a favor, guys. It's, uh, it's the weekend and um, take a second. It's all it takes a second. Go to Facebook, go to Instagram, give us a like, give us a follow, then go to iTunes, go to Stitcher, go to YouTube. Like, rate, review, subscribe to the show. We appreciate it. We love you. We'll see you Monday. See you guys.